Uh, we have a special speaker today. We've been talking about grace, and we've been talking about this house. If you want to show the house, um, that like, you know, if God is a house, and when God is bringing us to life, that is God's grace and God's grace alone. We can't do it on our own. So when we're way out in wacky land, um, provenient grace is the grace God gives us to keep us safe, to draw us to the house where we can experience more and more of God. Um, that's a little bit about what uh, she's going to talk about today. Then there's justifying grace of that moment of like, hey, I can't justify myself. God justifies me. Jesus is, um, what Jesus did on the cross justifies me. And then sanctifying grace where we get to explore the house, growing grace, and really learn how to unlearn some of the things maybe that we've uh, not done well and uh, learn how to glorify God with our lives and live in love like Jesus. And we get Sarah going to come share with us what God has put in her heart. So give her a good welcome. Thank you. Hey, it's me again. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have, we've talked a lot about grace and so I'm going to talk a little bit about my grace. Um, you know, I may not know scripture word for word. I may not know every story. Um, I mean, I just learned that David um, was a songwriter and that psalms are all like poems and songs. I just learned that like two weeks ago. Um, but what I do know is God has always been on my side. And God has always shown me a lot of grace in my life. A little bit about my faith journey and where I'm at or was. Um, I started young with my mother taking me to church. I was four or five uh, taking me to church. I would go to Sunday school. My mom and her husband would go and get the word of the day and... Um, we would just really, what I remember most is coloring pictures a lot and hearing like little stories about Noah's Ark or um, about Mary and, and Joseph. But I always, um, my mom's name's Marion and my brother's name is Joseph. So I kind of thought they were talking about my mom and my brother. And so it didn't really make sense to me. Okay. So I just, I just colored um, but the other thing that I really do remember is after church, we would all meet and then the whole church would go and have breakfast together. And we just got to, didn't know then, but break bread together. And it was amazing because again, I, I was small. I mean, I was, I was in that room where they are, you know, um, I don't really know what was talked about that day. But I just remember everyone talking and going, yeah, yes, I feel that way too. Yes, I've been there before. Um, yes, I felt lost. But after a while, um, we stopped going to church. And I'm not really sure if it was because my mom had gotten divorced from the guy that we went to church with a lot. I'm not sure if it was the particular church that my mom didn't like. Um, I'm not really sure. I just know we quit going. 
And my mom took me on a long journey with her through a lot of different religions and spiritual faiths, different people telling me what was right and what was wrong, different people shoving the Bible down my throat instead of telling me about it. And this went on from adolescence, well, five all the way up to about 14 and just going to different churches. I mean, my mom, I was at a Catholic church. I was at a Baptist church. I was at a Pentecostal church, um, non-denominational. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't even have time to learn about the religion where I was going. And um, by the time I was 14, I was done I, I, with church because I just had so much thrown at me. I couldn't understand it. Um, and I was becoming my own person and part of that, it was my sexuality and due to society and things in the Bible that I heard about, um, gay people, I stayed away from the church. I didn't feel welcome, so I didn't go. Though, as long as I can remember, I've never stayed away from Jesus. I've never stayed away from my God, who my Lord was, who made me the person that I was, who walked alongside with me every day. Um, I always asked for advice and forgiveness from God when I felt alone and needed someone else to help me. And I've always known that God was here for me, um, just like Jesus walked alongside everyone and walked alongside the hurting and aching people. You can't do this and not cry, right? <laughs> um, there were times, though, when I didn't think that I was going to make it. Um, there were times that I didn't know if I was going to live to see tomorrow. Decisions that I made that I didn't think God would let me live through because I was ashamed. I've been an addict. I've done things that I'm not proud of. I lost my brother to a really stupid disease. And I've lost family members that were so young they didn't even drive yet. And I've lost people who knew me through and through. But I still, I've never lost my faith. And I've always had Jesus walking alongside me and I know that and I feel that. I used to, and I still believe that God speaks to me through music. It's how I cope. It's what I get through. Um, I think Jenny and I, we've talked about that a lot um, and how I cope. And, and when I found out that David was a musician and what Psalms was, I knew that this was a scripture that I wanted to use to focus tonight because... I love church. I love people. I love the community of church. Um, but I didn't have church for a really, really long time. But I had God every day. There's no doubt in my mind that God was not with me. Um, even when I was, I was a Catholic <laughs> for a minute, 
uh, the saints were with me. You know, whoever it was, I knew someone was with me. Um, so that's just a little bit of my journey. Uh, I picked Psalms 139, uh, verses 1 through 14. And so I just kind of wanted to read through those with you guys with some of my notes. Um, it says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. See, in my head, God's always been my guide. He's always been there with me. God knows my thoughts. God understands me. Why I do what I do. I know God created me. And, and he knows me for me, not how others see me. See, in Sunday school, they taught me that God was my best friend. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that God's my best friend. Because to me, my best friend knows everything about me. Ins and outs. Doesn't judge me. And at the same time, my best friend, at the end of the day, she tells me what's up. <laughs> she tells me when I'm doing wrong, when I'm doing right, when she's proud of me. Um... Have you guys ever felt the spirit? You know, God interacts with us daily and not just by watching us, but even um, in five it says, you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me. There's so many times where I have felt lost and I could have had someone right next to me, but I was so lost and I felt a hand on me and whether that was my friend's hand, I feel like that was the Lord's hand saying, I'm here for you. I'll be here for you. And still, it, just right there, such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. With so much stuff that I did, I couldn't believe that God was still there for me. But I knew it. Like, I don't know what it was. I do now, today. It, it was God. <laughs> like, showing, showing himself to me, right? But, uh, you know, I, I, there, there were. There were things that I did that, that I'm not proud of. But you can't hide from God. God's like the school janitor for me, okay? Like, the school janitor that knows everything about everybody, but they're not going to say it because they want to keep it to themselves, but that, that's kind of how I saw God when I was a kid, is um, as the one that knows everything. You can't hide from him. <laughs> you can't hide. So, like, do what you need to do. Um, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Presence is all around. God's all around. Everywhere that I look, and I look at you guys, like God brought me to you guys, because I looked for a family for so long, and not just 
my family. Like, that's another way I know that God's been with me and has shown me grace because I prayed for 30 years for a family and I got one and a really good one. Um, going a little further, um, if you go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me and your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. That gets me every time. Every time. See, God's guided me through the darkest times. Darkest times I've ever had. There's no way that God hasn't. There's been times that I've literally been in a dark parking lot, not knowing what I was going to do. And a light literally came on. You know, and yes, the lights are on timers. Okay, I get it. But God's on my timer. God works for me. And when I need to see that light, I see it. I see it on top of you guys every weekend, every time I come to church. See, I didn't need a church to be with God. God was with me all the time. But God needed me to be in the church to help you guys see that all of us do need God in our lives. Remember, God was my first best friend who always had my back. God was the one who thought I would be the person on earth to help everybody see. In Psalms 138, 3 through 8, it speaks of... Um, and I don't think I have that one up here, but uh, it speaks of when I called, you answered. God doesn't leave us. And in the end of this one, uh, 15 and 24, it said, God, lead me in the way everlasting all around. I've said it twice. I'll say it again. I'll say it a hundred times. I've been in really, really dark holes that I put myself in. I've been an addict. I've been selfish. But every time I was lost, God was there. And that's all I need you guys to know. For me, the grace period, transitional housing, you know, everyone's like, oh, Sarah, that's so cool what you're doing. It's amazing what you do for these people. And, and it is. But literally, like, I was those people. And God showed me the grace that I needed because, believe me, I had a lot of guilt. I had a lot of guilt about myself. I had a lot of beating up on myself because I was brought up where a man and woman are supposed to be together. That's really hard especially in the 80s and 90s. Like now, it's totally different. But that was so shameful to me for the longest time of who I was. But I knew, and, and all of us have our own thoughts, right? 
I mean, everyone feels the way they do. Um, and I really don't, you know, you feel the way you feel. But I always knew that no matter what, I'm here for God. And God gave me my grace. And all I want to do is just show that grace to everybody else. And if the grace period transitional housing is the way that I do it, then that's how I'll do it. But the one thing that I really want residents to understand is I'm here. They do a lot of the work, but there's no way they could get through it without God. There really isn't um, to have faith and grace with myself and people. And I know sometimes I lose it a little bit. My patience goes down. <laughs> But I know that at the end of the day, everybody knows who I am. And they know that I have a heart. And they know that God gave me that heart. And that I really do believe that. And I will walk alongside everybody. I don't care what you're going through, what's going on. God put me back here to walk alongside everyone. And to have everyone feel like they have somebody. So... And then that's all I have.